You're listening to the Winter Interview Series on the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast, brought to you by Xmark Manufacturing. 30 years of pioneering spirit and innovation have resulted in legendary durability, all-day comfort, and unmatched cut quality. Go check them out at xmark.com and Crest Commercial. Introducing the 8-Minute Cyber System, the industry's first truly game-changing innovation in commercial battery-powered OPE. Professional landscape can now replace their gas-powered equipment without sacrificing performance, power, or runtime. For more information or to find a Crest dealer near you, visit Crest.com. You're listening to the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. The weekly show sharing proven methods and systems in marketing, equipment, and customer service, educational and motivational to help make your lawn care business an overwhelming success. Now, here's your host, Julio Tomei. Welcome, Lawn Care Nation, to another episode of the Lawn Care Business Success Podcast. Uh, this is episode number 447, uh, and uh, I am uh, super excited uh, for this episode uh, to be uh, introducing our next uh, guest, uh, kind of uh, geeking out a little bit here uh, with this <laughs> guest, uh, Steve from uh, Solar Punk Lawn Care. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Hey, Julio. I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing so good. Like I said, I'm geeking out that I actually literally just had a brain fart and forgot my whole like normal intro that I talk about on, <laughs> <laughs> on the episode. So good. I, I forgot to ask you even your last name before we started. I was just geeking out there. Yeah, my last name is actually New. New. Yep, very exactly very N-E-W. cool. Very cool, and you're the the new kid on the block when it comes to YouTube and all that sort of stuff. But you're blowing it up over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Just an exciting, interesting so far. Yeah, a very uh, whirlwind uh, year for you. Uh, so let's uh, start with uh, maybe telling us a bit about yourself and your business. Yeah, um, so I grew up in Florida, um, and for the last ten years or so, I've been traveling around the world, working on yachts as a uh, marine engineer. And I recently quit and started a lawn care business back in my hometown. And I decided that I wanted to go fully electric from the beginning, the entire thing. So electric car towing my trailer with electric lawn care equipment. And I built a solar powered uh, lawn care trailer. So solar panels on top, a storage battery inside, and it keeps all my equipment powered up while I'm out there mowing all day long. Oh, that's uh, very cool. Uh, obviously, that's how I discovered you. I just uh, perusing uh, <laughs> yep. YouTube. Uh, you came up on my suggested uh, with your first uh, video uh, last year, uh, and it was just a captivating watch from beginning to end. A pretty amazing uh kind of following along with you, like I said, uh, kind of a whirlwind year for you um, within, um, you know, uh, I think it was like May or something your channel started. Um, you've got five videos up and over 9,000 subscribers already. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it um, it was a surprise for me as well. I posted, you know, a video, kind of my first one. Um, and within, you know, a couple of weeks, I got quite a bit of interest and traction. I posted the second one and 
before I had even posted my third video, I think I had 8,500 subscribers, which was just crazy to watch. And, you know, I've been trying my best to get out more content because that's what everyone seems to want. Um, but you know, it's, it's been a learning curve, just trying to get the YouTube ramped and all the social media stuff going. Um, but it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've learned a lot in this short amount of time and I've got a lot more stuff I want to share too. So yeah, yeah, it's been, it's been crazy. Yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, but right away, uh, just watching uh, your videos and I would encourage anybody listening to, uh, check out, uh, your, uh, channel, uh, and we'll have a link uh, in the podcast show notes at the end uh, as well uh, that people can scroll down uh, when they're uh, listening in their podcast the player and then there'll be a link there directly to your YouTube channel. Uh, but uh, it's you're a um, amazing storyteller uh, when it comes to your videos you. instantly um, and just the effort that you put in um, little details uh, <laughs> that I keep picking up on that I'm like, this, <laughs> this is like next level stuff. Like I was watching a video yeah. this morning actually, and you were, uh, I think you were either trimming or, or mowing. I don't even remember because I picked up on the detail over what you were doing in that moment. And the detail was the street sign. And it said, instead of the street <laughs> names, it said, like, and subscribe. <laughs> I was like, that, <laughs> yeah. that is crazy. Like, that was so cool. Like this little uh, Easter egg, I guess you could call it, in your video there. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, I kind of, you know, picked that up in the, the first video I was making. And I just have carried it on into the other videos. It's just, it's something fun I like doing, just trying to sneak little tiny things in there. Um but I mean, it, it does come at a cost. <laughs> There's a lot of time that goes into editing and yeah. not just for the little details, but like you said, trying to, you know, I, I like to try and tell the story, um, you know, have a good flow throughout a video. And I like to, and I, I like to try and show things rather than just say things. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to tell people what it is I'm doing. I want to show people what it is I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I do put a lot of effort into it. Um, of course there's, you know, nothing's perfect. I'm still learning as I go. I'm still figuring out how to, how to do things um, and trying to smooth out my workflow as I go, you know, I've got a computer recently and new camera and just trying to kind of nail things down as I go along. Mm-hmm. Lots of, lots of learning there on your, your end. Yeah, it's, I wasn't expecting the, uh, you know, the excitement around it so quickly. Uh Um, That definitely surprised me. And so it's been this like, oh, okay, now how do I, you know, keep making the content better? I started filming in 4K. I've got a better microphone, you know, things like that. Just each video I try and be a little bit better. Yep. Um, But it, you know. Yeah, it yeah. takes a lot of time to to dig through these things and yeah, yeah, absolutely. How to you know edit quickly and and figure out your workflow and all that stuff. Yeah, but your um your combination of like you know just speaking as a lawn care business owner myself, I've been mowing lawns mm-hmm. for like eighteen years, uh, doing content since uh, two thousand and fifteen. Uh, with the podcast and YouTube and all that sort of stuff and uh, putting out videos and stuff as well. And it's like, I know the effort that goes into it. And, (laughs) and so much times it's like, 
you know, you've got a certain amount of lawns to mow and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, I just don't have time mm-hmm. to do anything more than set the camera with a stagnant shot, watch it. But you go into all this effort, the camera angles are always changing. And it's like, oh yeah. my goodness, the amount of time it must take to mow that one lawn that you're filming is insanity, yeah. having to stop and change the camera angles and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, that's actually the funny part is I've I've done everything with one camera so far. Mm. So just just my phone. So, yeah. you know, any shot you see, it's it's all on my phone. So I gotta run, go set up the camera, run back to the property, you know, mow, whatever, and then go grab it if I wanna do a different shot. So yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, but yeah. I you know, I enjoy it. It's fun. I I've always kind of enjoyed trying to film and I've done a little bit of that um, prior to, you know, starting this YouTube channel. So it's not like my very first endeavor with filming. But okay, yeah. It's my first like real push into doing something for myself. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh it's pretty neat to watch. I'm in the Pacific Northwest uh, in Vancouver. Uh, so about uh, mm-hmm. two hours North of Seattle. Um, and so the rain here is a constant thing. So when I'm watching your videos and you're like, you know, doing, um, kind of coming up against the rain there in Florida and stuff, yet mm-hmm. you're still going through the effort of putting the camera angles and stuff. And I'd be like, heck no. Right. I'd be like, when it comes to the rain, it's like, that's it. Filming's done. Time to just get, knock these out, get us done as fast as we can and stuff. Yeah. But you're still like, uh, putting things. So obviously it's going to translate into that effort, uh, with the views and stuff on those videos. So it's no surprise uh, that your videos are doing so well on top of the the, the great storytelling and stuff uh, that you do. Um, so and thank you. Yeah. So with the the lawn care business, um, has it been a, a full year yet um, have, that you've been doing the actual lawn care? Yes. Um, but when I started, I I started it as part time. Okay. Um, because I was going to, back to school as well. Um, so, you know, trying to do school basically two days a week and then lawn care, you know, in between those. So it hasn't been a full push into, you know, a full time business, I should say. Okay. Um, so it's, I, so like a side hustle currently? That this year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. So, so I um, think I- Sorry, <laughs> keep crossing past there. Uh, what uh, first uh, attracted you? Like you could have done anything. What was it about lawn care? Um, initially it was the, uh, kind of the thinking of, I needed to change. I wanted to change the job that I was doing and lawn care was something I could get into quickly. Um, but it was also this idea of, can you do fully electric? And when I was looking at it, there, there wasn't a lot of examples out there, Uh um, or at least not, you know, on YouTube or, or anything like that. I'm sure you know, plenty of people have been using different electric tools in their lawn care business for a long time now, but I hadn't seen any, you know, full time, fully electric lawn care businesses. Yep. And so I wanted to see if it could work and, you know, what better way to find out than just trying it yourself. So mm-hmm. it allowed me the flexibility to set my own schedule on the days that I want to and take on, you know, either more work or less work, whatever I needed to do. Um, and it allowed me to get started quickly. Mm-hmm. So. Has there been any, and, uh, and I think I noticed this uh, in one of your videos as well. Um, has there been any pushback? Um, the fact that you are a 
like all electric lawn care. I don't obviously from customers, I don't think there would be pushback, but from maybe other lawn care businesses. And I think I saw in one of your videos, like another um, lawn care business, like you were driving mm-hmm. and somebody like flipped the bird at you or something. <laughs> right. Right. Um, as, you know, as far as uh, clients and people that come up to me, you know, out there in the field, I would say no. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I've never had a client, not be happy about the fact that I'm all electric. Um, no one, I'll be honest, no one has commented on, you know, negatively, no one's commented negatively towards the fact that I tow with the Tesla. Um, I have gotten, you know, one person that indicated their, their attitude with their single finger driving past. Um, (laughs) but I've, I, I have had plenty of people, um, in their trucks, do what's called coal rolling. I don't oh, know if yeah, yeah, yeah. you're familiar with that. Yeah. But um but that's you know, I I get coal rolled just driving the Tesla without a trailer. Yeah. So I'm not really surprised by it. It doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. I kinda laugh because I can actually beat them off the line towing yep. with my trailer yep. in the Tesla. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> um it doesn't bother me, but hey, some people do it. I don't know if they're just angry at the tesla or that i'm all electric or what but yeah. no one has really been aggressive or, or anything like that mm-hmm. oh, that's um, good in that's, public. yeah that's good that's, i think a lot of it is uh just so politicized and misinformation and, yeah. and stuff as well um but yeah it's, it's kind of funny knowing um that you could you know beat the person off the line with a trailer <laughs> and you know if you just choose to just kind of just passively be like okay whatever right it just kind of chuckles yeah. to yourself yeah. it's, it's one of those uh, one of those things um yeah I, I can't even imagine with like a, a tesla i experimented uh, this past year with buying a used electric car um for my kids mm-hmm. to commute with uh they're about an hour drive each way to university so we got right. like a first generation Kia Soul, um, which uh, I call it the experiment because I knew it was like air cooled batteries and all the stuff you shouldn't be (laughs) (laughs) shouldn't be doing. Um, But it's been uh, so far uh, fantastic, and uh, the the torque on that little car is like it's completely. You know, I always say like the gas version of this car, you would it'd probably be like a slug, but this thing is so fast off the line. Yeah. If you, if you, yeah. you know, it's crazy. So I can't even imagine a, a Tesla uh, doing that. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's uh, must be a fun car. So I think your story is um, from what I gather, you had the Tesla before you started the the lawn care business. Yeah, I I bought it um, back in twenty twenty one. And, you know, I, I used it to commute to the different jobs and stuff that I had. Um, but when I was looking at, you know, potentially starting an electric lawn care business, I was thinking about, hey, why can't I tow it with the Tesla? Um, you know, I don't have to drive across country with the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would not want to do that with an electric vehicle. But, you know, driving in and out of town towing a trailer, it's not that bad. I mean, yeah, it uses a lot of battery power. Um, but you know, the tow rating on the car was 3,500 pounds, you know, the trailer by itself was about 1300. And then with all the lawn care equipment total, I'm probably around 2,500 pounds, if not a little bit less. Okay. So, you know, weight wise and well within the, you know, the, the ratings of the car Mm -hmm. and 
I said, hey, why not try it? And so far, it's been great. Um, you know, I was nervous about it. I have no idea how long, you know, towing with the electric car will last or if I might encounter problems. Um, but honestly, the the ease of operation is just great. I never, ever stop at a gas station. Uh-huh. Um, I can charge up at home. And so I just do my normal route, come home. I've used maybe 30% of the battery and just plug in and I'm ready to go the next you know day. Uh-huh. And that same goes for the equipment too. You know, I keep it charged up while I'm out there yep. because I have solar and a battery in the trailer to, to store all the, the solar. And, you know, if I get a, a cloudy day or something and I don't quite, you know, produce enough battery for the trailer and the lawn care equipment, I can plug the trailer in when I get home and charge it up at the house. And so again, like I never need to stop anywhere in town other than my properties. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's uh, a very uh, very intriguing setup uh, that you've got there, um, and I think that's probably a key to why those uh, you know initially your videos right out of the gate did so well uh, because you kind of broke yeah. down the whole system, uh, and like you said, there's not really anybody online um, kind of showing that uh, uh, being done, and there's you know there are some. Uh, solutions i was at the equip expo there in uh, kentucky mm-hmm. uh, in october and you know the super lawn trucks company was out there and they had a solar truck and uh that is like you know over a hundred thousand dollars for that uh, truck or 150 grand uh, whatever it is um and it was kind of neat to see like your videos to see you break it down to like um you know under five thousand dollars basically <laughs> uh, right. adding this stuff yeah, to it- an existing trailer yeah it's the entire journey has been about, you know, figuring things out and trying to solve problems. Um, you know, buying electric lawn care equipment, you know, you can, you can find stuff at your local department stores. You can find incredibly expensive stuff. I didn't want to start with crazy expensive commercial equipment. Um, cause I didn't know how, you know, how well this whole thing would work in the first place. Yeah. So I started with, you know, relatively low cost electric equipment, which is, still arguably expensive Uh but then the problem after that is okay well you you have these batteries and you're running out yeah um you know where where do you charge reasonably while you're out in town you can't really always ask your clients to be able to plug things in because you're trying to move quickly between lawns Uh and from in my case i can't just quickly drive home and charge up for an hour or something like that it's like all right i need to charge on the go And I didn't want to buy a whole bunch of expensive lawn care batteries. So I tried to figure out a different way to do it. And the best way I saw at the time was to basically build a system in the trailer. So storage battery and, you know, why not try putting solar panels on top and go from there. And so far it's been great. It's been enough for my needs as a solo operator. Uh Yeah. You talked about, um, in one of your videos, um, kind of adding up, um, you know, showing all of the, you're, you're using like the Ego um, zero turn uh, residential yeah. mower uh, with the Ego uh, handheld equipment, uh, their backpack uh, blower. Uh, and you had like right. all your batteries kind of piled up and saying that that's like, uh, was it like five kilowatt hours worth of storage there that you have uh, in those Ego yeah. batteries? Uh, and ironically, like the system that you built there has a five uh, kilowatt hour uh, battery there. So how did you, um, 
was it just like a bunch of research? Did you have experience designing a system like that in the past or uh, any sort of, was it just starting from scratch and kind of figuring it out? Uh, good question. So I don't have, did not have experience building a solar and or battery system. Um, but I've, I've had plenty of experience with, uh, electrical systems, um, wiring and, and power requirements. So I just kind of looked at it, um, looked at common available uh, inverter and battery systems online. So I, I started kind of narrowing down what might work for my use case. And, you know, the, the battery size was just kind of a almost you know, luck in a sense okay. of just getting a similar size or similar capacity to what I already had in uh-huh. all the lawn care equipment. Um, you know, it was just a low cost, large battery. And I was able to pair that with an inverter charger um, that could also accept solar panels. So there wasn't, you know, too much um, research needed other than just what works well together. What's kind of the, not lowest cost I could get started with, but you know what might be upgradable in the future. So uh-huh. you know buying the the battery and the inverter. If I need another battery, I can buy one and you know connect it up, and it um, it basically doubles my capacity. Um, so it, it just kind of kind of fell into place with common stuff out there. There's a lot of information on it from other you know YouTubers and stuff online, and then the the more difficult part was figuring out what solar panels would fit on the roof of the trailer. Okay. Them, and then, you know, whether or not they would work with the inverter and, and that kind of thing. Cause there were some requirements there that were a little tricky to figure out. And, mm-hmm. you know, I spent a lot of time trying to find out what solar panels would fit um, and, and maximize the usable space on the roof of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think those, um, uh, the videos that you put out there are just a crazy wealth of information. Uh, those companies at EG4 and Life Power Battery, um, they're going to sell a ton of those just because of your video. Uh, <laughs> just in the lawn care space because you watch the video and it kind of answers like all the questions like being able to connect to a, a solar, uh, you know, solar panels. Mm-hmm. Um, you have sort of that minimum uh, requirement required for that uh, inverter. Um, you, 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 right. uh, you explain that um, being able to use shore power instead, if you want to plug in uh, and you know, you don't, can't use the solar panels uh, or or not install solar panels and just have it you know plug into your house at the end of the day to charge that battery uh, to right. be able to add extra more batteries as your needs um, <clears throat> grow in the future right. <clears throat> and then like you um, outlined in uh, one of the videos as well saying how it doesn't tie you down to any sp- specific brand of equipment because that right. battery charger will work with you know any other chargers you've got it basically wired to electrical plugs in the trailer right. that you plug in so yeah it's just crazy <laughs> watching that yeah, video there, you know yeah there's um there's a lot of advantages to it and i, I think you know quite a few people i'm sure will will do something similar if they haven't already mm-hmm. um i've personally heard from a couple people basically building a similar system but you know there there are disadvantages and you know i haven't shown 
everything yet. I'm working on the video for the full build to kind of help people see exactly how I did it. And that will, you know, help inform them whether or not they want to do something similar and, you know, give them ideas. But there's, you know, there's some of the downsides is you're, you're taking solar power, you know, DC solar power, you're putting it in DC battery. And then if you want to use it, you have to convert it to AC and then you're putting it back in a battery again to, so that's going back to DC. So you're, there are efficiency losses and things like that. Um, But at the end of the day, as a lawn care operator, you don't necessarily care so much about the tiny efficiency losses here and there. You're worried about, can you easily run your business and not have to think about, Oh, I need to, you know, save every last percent of battery power. Mm -hmm. You want to be able to just, you know, grab your equipment, grab your battery and go and not, not care so much about all the little details. And that's what I like about the system is you, you can install, you know, the charger for a Milwaukee tool battery or whatever other brand you want. You throw your batteries on the charger and it charges just like it would at your house. You don't have to, you know, deal with specialty chargers or anything like that. And if you want to run other equipment, um, you can do that too. You know, it's not restricted to lawn care either. So, you know, a contractor could do something with it. I mean, it's ultimately, it's like having a small generator. Yes. Like that's, that's basically what it is. It's yeah. more expensive than a small generator, but, you know, I wanted to, to try it. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's, it's pricey and it's difficult to build, but, um, you know, it's trying to solve a problem with a certain solution. Yeah. And that's all electric. Yeah. No, I wouldn't... Um necessarily call it expensive especially the way you've done it um i i thought your video was quite reasonable in fact i was already looking up those exact you know items the inverter and stuff and how much would this cost to ship to canada sort of thing right um yeah but uh yeah compared to the amount of fuel that you can go through uh, in a year um i think you know investing in that sort of a system is like a drop in the bucket uh, comparatively um, considering that after that um, you're essentially running your business for free. Um, you know, it's free fuel basically uh, for the next you know, yeah, few years until things need to be replaced or whatever. Right. Cause there's going to be a lifespan on batteries and things. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's lots of unknowns on the lifespan of all my ego batteries. Yep. Those are expensive. And, you know, so far I've had, you know, good success with them, but there's a potential that they could fail at some point and then I got to replace those batteries. I'm less concerned about the storage battery and the trailer. That's mm-hmm. a different battery chemistry that's okay. probably going to outlast the trailer itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, you know, when you look at it, like you could get a little Honda generator or something like that for a couple hundred bucks and, you know, gasoline down here is a lot cheaper than where you're at. But, you know, it's, it just depends on what you want to do. For me, I wanted to do all electric. So I chose to go that route. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. I think it's a, you know, for, for those that are trying to do something similar, it's, it's a decent option Um, being fully electric, you know, and having a, batteries in the trailer i see that's kind of how some of these companies are trying to solve the problem um i saw some like 
new ego stuff that they're trying to do where yep. they kind of have a storage battery in the trailer. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and that's a great way for their company to try and solve that problem. But as an operator, then you're locked into their brand. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you're forced to spend whatever money on their batteries or get knockoffs and who knows what warranty they'll support or not. And then, you know, if you want to switch to anything different, you know, good luck. You got to start over again. So, yeah, yeah. No, it's, um, it's one of those things that there's obviously some advantages to doing that. Um, and disadvantages, of course, obviously it's going to be pricier. Um, and that, uh, the advantages, uh, would be, um, I know with like, uh, <clears throat> the Crest commercial stuff that I've been using, uh, they do have like a cyber tank system, they call it, um, which is just a basic huge battery on board that you would keep in the trailer and charge that overnight. Um, the advantage is, uh, DC to DC fast charging of your equipment. So, um, they have like their big 11 amp hour huge battery that runs their, uh, like the 21 inch mowers and their backpack blowers. You can charge that in eight minutes, uh, on board, right? So from zero to hundred percent in eight minutes, because it's the DC to DC fast charging of, uh, that, right? So there are some advantages in doing that, but then you're locked yeah. in, like you said, uh, to their, their system. Right. Um, and a lot of their, their non, like the Crest is, um, uh, their regular, like in the house charger, their rapid charger, um, it'll charge that same battery if you were to plug it in in 24 minutes from zero to a hundred. So it's like, well, it's not too bad. <laughs> 24 minutes is not, yeah. you know, that's not too bad yeah, to charge in a heat, just yeah. massive suitcase battery uh, in uh, 24 minutes from zero if you're plugging in. Uh, so uh, that makes right. your system very, um, um, very appealing. Uh, like a, you know, very uh, interesting uh, system uh, to, to, to look into and you've laid out all the groundwork, all the research and everything uh, for everybody kind of makes it very uh, uh, lazy for other people to just go, yeah, I'm just, I'm just doing this. Steve's done all the work. I'm just going to follow in his uh, footsteps. Now um, I want to ask you about how the solar works because you are in Florida. So that's going to be a completely different, scenario to somebody like me in the pacific northwest where it's always cloudy and overcast and stuff like that uh so we'll get into that i'm just going to take a quick break uh, for the uh, sponsor ads and then uh, we'll get right into it right after this so stay tuned in lawn care today with the right equipment you can do jobs quickly and correctly hi jonathan guaneri here as a product manager at z turf equipment i'm focused on innovations that help you get jobs done faster without sacrificing the quality your customers expect From our acclaimed Z-Spray spreader sprayers to our Z-Aerate line and beyond, you can do more in less time. Visit ZTurfEquipment.com today to learn more about our innovative line of products. Cress is leading the transition from gas-powered lawn equipment for professional use with the industry's first truly game-changing innovation in battery-powered OPE. The Cress 8-Minute Cyber System allows Cress-made 60-volt batteries to fully charge in 8 minutes or less. Now, professional landscapers can replace their gas-powered equipment without sacrificing performance, power, or runtime. And with a full line of equipment benchmarked against gas-powered products, landscapers can finally Take charge of their business and make the switch to battery. For more information or to find a dealer near you, visit Cress.com. Cress, we power the professionals. 
All right. So uh, the solar uh, aspect of uh, the trailer is a key component for you and where you're at uh, because it's, uh, um, like I said, uh, watching some of your videos, it's very cool how you break it down. Uh, like you said, you don't like to just talk to people. You like to show people in your video. So it's kind of neat, like you're right. mowing a lawn and you show like, okay, the battery on the you know, the mower dropped 10% on this lawn, you go back in, you plug it in, it starts charging, you're showing your inverter, the numbers are showing like what the battery is, the capacity and how much it's using and how much is coming in from solar and stuff. So how has that, uh, has it lived up to your expectations uh, in terms of setting it up like with the full solar? Yeah, good question. The, you know, initially I was thinking, I, I want, I just want as much solar as possible that I can fit on the roof. And, you know, if it's too much, no big deal. Um, yeah. I'll, you know, just have excess power. Um, and I think on a good, sunny, clear day, it's plenty. Um, but I've had a few, you know, cloudy days, uh, especially in, you know, getting closer to the winter here in Florida. And, you know, I don't get very much solar at all. And so at that point, I just pretty much rely on the storage battery and my equipment is charged up before I go out. Um, it, I wouldn't say it's a uh, complete solution. You know, doing solar on the roof of the trailer, it's supplemental. Yeah. Um, you're not going to be able to get everything you need, especially if you're, you know, taking on more and more clients. And, you know, if you're going all day long, it's such a small, the, the top of the trailer is such a small footprint for solar. Mm-hmm. So really you're not going to get all of your needs out of it. And I tried to make that very clear in my videos too. Um, you know, some people have commented like, Oh my goodness, you can charge the car too. And it's, yes, yeah. <laughs> technically you can plug in the car, but you're talking about, you know, huge amount of power to drive a vehicle towing a trailer around you're not going to get enough solar off the roof of your trailer and similar with a lawn care you know setup you're you're going to get a a decent amount um if it's sunny and then when it's not sunny or if you have a you know large crew or even just two people or something you're not going to be able to make up all of your uh, energy use with just solar on the roof of your trailer Mm mm-hmm yeah, it's one of those things. It's those uh, comments that you always see on like every Tesla video that I watch, uh, where people will, will be like, "Wow, like the glass is all roof," uh, or sorry, the roof is all glass. Why wouldn't they just make that like solar powered? So they would like. It's like, yeah, right. this isn't a calculator. You know? <laughs> it's, it's, right, it's, right. It's, I mean, it's, you're talking about there's there's only a certain amount of sun that hits you know a square meter um, on the ground, and we can't capture all of that energy with a solar panel you know Mm -hmm. we're at best we're around maybe 20 percent of the energy that's hitting the panel we can use and so you know unfortunately you can't just stick a solar panel on top of an electric car and be able to drive forever it's not going to work that way yeah so for me i again i wanted to explore this idea of basically an entire system right solar panels batteries electric lawn care but it's not to say that this is something you have to do. Um, in my mind, it's a way to do it. I wanted that image for my company as well. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, this complete circle sort of thing, but you could absolutely 
and I, I know a lot of people just run with a utility trailer, you know, not an enclosed trailer. Yeah. And, you know, you could just have a storage battery in the trailer yeah. rather than, you know, buying an enclosed trailer and putting solar on top. It's, you know, if you're already running with a utility trailer, you probably don't want to go my route. Like it just, it adds a lot of cost and complexity. Mm-hmm. It probably adds a lot of uh, uh, wind resistance, I would imagine too, if, so you'd have to sort of calculate whether that would be worth it because of the energy use of the tow vehicle as well. Um, I would imagine that a open trailer would probably be less. Um, although who knows um, with that, uh, whether uh, having an enclosed trailer would be more aerodynamic than having an open trailer full of uh, equipment on it. Have you done any? Um, so for, for, for my case, I, you know, I sometimes tow a landscape trailer, which is a bit more open and it's less drag. Okay, yeah. uh, than towing the the enclosed trailer so you're you know but putting solar panels on top if you you know if you do it right it's not really going to change the drag too much um yeah. so really it's not a big difference between just an enclosed trailer and an enclosed trailer with solar if you if you do it right but mm-hmm. um it's more of what's practical in your business and your setup um, you know, if you already have an enclosed trailer and you want to do it, I think it's great. I think, I think it's valuable in ways that aren't just monetary. Um, you know, when you're looking at your business as a whole, how you advertise, how you show your equipment, how you do, you know, these days, social media, um, you know, it's, it's clearly gotten a lot of traction for me on YouTube to do it this way. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, you could say it's, you know, it was valuable or, um, you know, maybe worth it. Um, so there, there are things that you have to look at that aren't necessarily just, is it cost effective and yeah. when is it going to pay off, you know, the, your investment? It, it depends on what you want to do really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. There's a, a local company, um, where I'm from, uh, that they have been running, uh, battery powered equipment, um, for, probably at least seven or eight years, like full battery, no gas at all. That was like, they started with just battery. They had uh, an enclosed trailer as well, but it's tiny uh, because when they originally Mm -hmm. started, uh, they had a little, one of those little smart cars and that's what they towed this trailer with. So you can imagine how small the trailer was. Uh, they don't have a ride on mower, it's just 21 inch mowers. Right. Uh, and because the properties are all pretty tiny and stuff. Uh, but they started out with that and now they, uh, upgraded the tow vehicle from the, uh, smart car to, uh, a BMW i3. Uh, I think it is the little, oh, wow. the little mini electric car that, uh, that yep. they have. So they're now like you fully electric. And I noticed the last time I saw, uh, them driving by that they had solar panels on the roof as well of this, the same little trailer. Um, although, mm-hmm. um, would be probably half the amount of, um, so I'm, I'm, I don't know how much power they'd be able to pull out of that. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting to see um, these companies, but they have been doing well uh, for many years. Very uh, like full wrap on the tow vehicle and and trailer, very eye catching uh, for you know many yeah. years. So it's a, a neat um, idea. Uh, and uh, yeah. like I say, I've been uh, dabbling with battery power uh, equipment on and off uh, throughout the years. 
hedge trimmers are a fantastic thing to dip your toes into if you're thinking about trying mm-hmm. um, battery power because hedge trimmers just seem to last forever on a charge. Um, and, right. uh, you know, trimmers next. And then I, I would say blowers are probably the least uh, uh, efficient uh, for uh, using battery yeah. power. Uh, so have you... That's ha- an interesting one. Yeah. Since, you know, a lot of communities and areas are trying to force the switch over to you know battery powered blowers as the first thing which you know using battery powered blowers in my business i'm fully aware of how quickly you drain down the battery Mm -hmm. um so i can see that being very difficult for a lot of uh lawn care you know professionals in the near future trying to swap to fully electric blowers Mm -hmm. i think it depends on um Obviously, the types of properties that you're doing, the sizes of them, and the time of year. Um, I was already, uh, like even with gas blowers, um, back in 2000, and I believe it was 2015. It was actually the first, the year I started the podcast and, and social media and stuff like that. About a month into it, uh, my trailer got stolen. Uh, and all mm-hmm. of my all of my equipment got stolen and stuff. So I needed, I knew like it was all insured and all stuff, but it was going to take a while to get, you know, all that uh, sort of figured out. Uh, and I needed to get to work the next day. So I went and bought uh, right. three pieces of equipment. I bought a 21 inch mower uh, to replace the one that got stolen. I bought a, a, a combi system uh, to be able to trim an edge. And then I bought, I thought, okay, well, you know, it's just to save some money here. Um, I'll buy on the trailer that got stolen. It had my backpack blower and it also had a handheld gas blower vacuum system one of those uh, steel like blower vacs and i was i said i'll just use i'll buy i'll replace the blower vac for now because it's a bit cheaper on my pocketbook while i wait for uh you know the insurance to pay out then i'll replace the backpack blower uh, so I forced myself to use a handheld blower and I found it way more efficient for my use during 90% of the year. I was like, wow, like the way my right. trailer was set up and stuff, I can just pull it out. I don't have, even have to open the door fully or I had to like lower the door fully to take out the backpack blower and then set it down on the ground, then close it. It was like this whole thing, right? It was like, I can just reach in, grab yeah. the blower. And I have not stopped using a handheld blower since 2015 now until like, October when the leaves fall, then it's like, okay, now I'll use the backpack blower just for that month. So for me going yeah. to electric, it was like, it was easier to just start using handheld electric blowers going, this is about the same. Like you can get a handheld electric blower that has about the same amount of power. And for grass clippings, it's totally fine for most of the year. Um, right. So yeah, I think it just depends on the person, what they're used to, the time of year, all that sort of stuff. My biggest uh, obstacle uh, switching to battery uh, has been um, weather uh, because of the stuff up until I started using the Crest stuff, which is fully waterproof. Uh, even the, like mm. I can, with the batteries, I can be completely covered in rain and stuff and there's no issues. Uh, but I was previously using the Milwaukee stuff and it had the big, you know, rain cloud sticker with the X going through it. Right. So it was like, Oh, every time a rainy day would hit, I was like, Oh man, like I have to use the gas today. Really? Like, <laughs> oh, I, was, no. I was just like, Oh, I love the battery so much more. It's so much more pleasant to use, uh, versus right. the gas. Have you encountered any sort of, uh, things like that, that with the battery stuff? You're just like, Oh man, I wish it was this or wish, you know, that, or you just like fully in cause you haven't really had the experience of using gas before. Well, yeah, good, good point. I 
you know, I never ran a gas lawn care business before. So, you know, all of my learnings have been with electric equipment and in terms of the rain and stuff like that, you know, I think to, uh, to my videos already, I show that like rain has stopped me from working, but like I've, I've mowed through the rain with my electric equipment, you know, weed whacker gets soaking wet blower, all that kind of stuff. I, I don't really get bothered by the rain except here in Florida, we get like torrential downpours mm-hmm. and, you know, lightning and everything all over the place. So I'll stop because of that. I mean, the, yeah. you know, the yard will get all soggy and wet, so I don't want to mow anyway. But, um, as far as like things I, you know, I wish I had, there's definitely times where the grass is really thick and the electric mower, you know, the ego Z six zero turn I have, it struggles in some stuff just to make a clean cut. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, there's occasions where I have to go over stuff again, which is, you know, frustrating. Yeah. And, you know, maybe if I had a nice gas commercial mower, I wouldn't have to do that. But there's so many other benefits that I, I don't think I could go with gas now. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's so convenient using the electric stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's so quiet. Uh, there's no smells. I'm not pull starting things. I'm not changing oil. I don't have hardly any maintenance besides just keeping things clean and blade sharp. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's... I think the if you can make it work, the benefits, you know, far outweigh the some of the downsides. Of yeah, gas. yeah. It's I say it all the time. It's one of those things. Like when I first started getting the stuff. Um, and using the the trimmer and stuff, it was like, yeah, you know, yeah, it works, but you know, why? There's no real reason to switch, sort of thing, right? Um, right. But then the more and more I used it, I, I and forced myself. I literally, I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna switch fully to this and just use it, go through the pains because I'd rather do that now and figure it out uh, than later when I'm forced to do it and then have no backup. Like I can't use the gas, even if I have to sort of thing. Right. So I'll just just start using it now. And, uh, what's like that quote from Wayne Gretzky, right? Why he was so successful. Uh, he he skates to where the puck is going, not to where the puck has been, uh, sort of thing. Right. Mm -hmm. So it was like that kind of mentality of like, let me just figure it out now. Cause that's where the puck is going is, uh, you know, full battery and, and that sort of stuff. Uh, but what I found was as I got used to it and built up the muscle memory and all that sort of stuff. And, and you learn to use it differently with, with like, uh, you know, blowers and things like that, uh, gas versions, they're always running. They're always idling mm-hmm. and stuff where the, the battery one isn't. It only works when you pull the trigger. So you're blowing a, a couple of, uh, you know, grass clippings over here. As you walk to the next area, it's not necessarily on. You're not wasting energy uh, through right. those. So you start to learn the things that, well, it's actually, you know, can be really efficient to to use this and, you know, you, that range anxiety, quote unquote, kind of starts to fade away over time. You learn your usage. The first few times I right. used battery stuff, I had all the gas stuff with me. And uh, then I started <laughs> to not take the gas stuff with me because I was like, okay, now I, I'll just have extra batteries. And then I started not taking extra batteries with me because I was like, I know my pattern at this time of year. I'm going this. I don't need to you know, load up more batteries every morning because I'm not going to use them. I'm just unloading them at the end of right. the day sort of thing. Right. So you start to kind of figure it out and you get more and more comfortable with it. There are occasions where something happens and it's like you get up and uh, I had one where I put a battery on the charger and, uh, you know, the next morning pulled them off, went to my first job, hit the, uh, the mower to start mowing and 
it was dead. And I was like, what? Like, what the mm-hmm. heck? And I check and it didn't charge. And uh, because I was so comfortable, I didn't take bring extra batteries with me because I'm like, this battery usually lasts me the whole day sort of thing, right? right. So I was like, I didn't bring right. the extra battery with me. So I had to go back home and get uh, an extra battery to, to swap out. So there's occasional, but it's it's usually of a, uh, more of a rare instance than a normal sort mm-hmm. of occurrence sort of thing. Um, with the, uh, the whole, uh, setup there, let's talk about uh, a little bit. Uh, so you've got, uh, that EG4 inverter. That's sort of like the heart of the system, is it? Yes. Yeah. The, the inverter, um, does multiple jobs. So it's taking the power from the solar panels. It's using it to charge up the onboard storage battery and it also can output that power to, you know, your normal uh, 120 volt outlets, um, which I have all my ego equipment plugged into. But it also, you know, if you get home, you can plug in basically the inverter to your house and the inverter will pass that power into the storage battery. Um, and it can also bypass it out to the ego equipment or the, the 120 volt outlet. So it, it's a very sophisticated piece of equipment which you know just does so many different jobs Mm -hmm. all in one little container Mm -hmm. so essentially like if somebody was just relying on that without the solar panels they could literally at the end of the day um obviously you have to have uh, when i say relying just on that uh, as the inverter part but you still have to have the extra the battery part of it um which is a a separate component um but you you could literally plug it in at the end of the day it will charge that onboard battery while also charging all of the batteries that are connected to the outlets yeah if you if you have a large enough um uh, hookup basically so you can you can set it up however you uh, like you know there's different settings in the inverter um, if all you have is a small you know 15 amp uh, 120 volt outlet you can limit what it what the inverter will pull from that outlet so that you're not you know tripping breakers and stuff in your house okay but you could also hook up to a larger you know 30 amp kind of like rv style uh, yeah. 120 volt um, port and that would be enough to you know pass power through to to power all your loads or charge up your battery you know much faster on the trailer Mm -hmm. um and you know if you had multiple batteries that would be quite useful if you had a you know a large amount of batteries to to charge up overnight you would want a higher power output um but it can all be done and that can all be adjusted in the inverter Mm. so Um, so it's like the brain of the system it it basically handles all of that for you yeah it's it's very clever, um, and it, you know, there are some settings you have to try and figure out, but there's a manual for it, and you can kind of work through them. Um, once it's set up for whatever operation you want to do, it works pretty seamlessly. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing I do uh, manually do pretty much every day is I'll turn off the inverter when I get home okay. um, because it draws power while it's on. Uh, so it's it's not a lot. It's maybe 50 to 70 watts or something. But if you leave the inverter on overnight, it will draw down your, your battery if you're not plugged into the house or anything. Okay. So it's just, you know, a very simple switch. And the cool thing is that if you switch off the inverter, the solar panels can still charge your battery. So it, oh, it cool. doesn't turn off the solar power. So mm-hmm. it just turns off the output to your inverter. And yeah, that's it's kind of... 
just a small thing, but mm-hmm. it's what I end up doing with this this system. That sounds but pretty you amazing. can think about it. Yeah, I mean, you can think about the inverter and the battery very similar to what you see out there on the market for the the quote unquote battery generators. Yep. So you know, Blue Eddy has um and Jackery, and there's a couple other brands. Um, you know, they're they're like small self-contained battery packs with a little inverter in it to power your, you know, normal household loads. And that's essentially what this is doing, but it's just a bit more powerful and more cost effective. Mm-hmm. Um, but it requires more knowledge of electricity and wiring and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So there's downsides to the lower cost. Yeah. You know, okay. If you're not comfortable with those things, that could be, you know, an issue for you and you might want to go with a little battery generator thing. Yeah, yeah. What um are, are there any um issues in terms of the solar power um overcharging batteries or anything like that? Uh with with this system, no. Okay. Um the the inverter and the battery are made by the same company, EG4. Okay. okay. And they have a data cable between them and it monitors the the battery uh the storage battery charge and it handles the control of the the solar panel you know voltages and input so you in in my case i don't have to mess with or worry about overcharging my storage battery mm-hmm. um if you were using a different brand of battery you can set up the basically the charging profile um, for that battery in the inverter. So you would be, you know, telling it what voltage to stop charging at and things like that. That's a little bit more advanced. Yeah. Um, but it is doable. So. Do you know if um, with that particular battery? Now you're in Florida, so this won't affect you much. But here, like in the Pacific Northwest, it gets. Uh, pretty darn cold um it was like minus well and actually wasn't even that bad compared to the rest of canada uh, it was still my um, relatively not too bad but it was still minus 14 celsius which is like uh mm-hmm. 60 degrees or something um i don't even know if that's the right conversion or what for fahrenheit um it was it was like frozen pipes sort of thing like my I discovered uh, my kitchen sink. My wife this this weekend was like, "We got a problem. Like, there's no cold water coming out of the tap." And I was like, "What? Yeah, like, yeah. like, like the pipe was frozen." Um, so, uh, do you know with that those batteries? I know with like traditional batteries, they all say uh, lithium batteries to you know in those long term winter storage that sort of stuff. If you're not using that stuff, uh, I've brought in all of my lithium batteries from the garage into the house because my garage is not insulated. Mm-hmm. Um, with that battery, is it similar um, with that? So uh, I I don't know the specifics on the temperature, but the the chemistry of the battery is a lithium iron phosphate, um, which I I believe has trouble charging um, when it's below freezing. Okay. Um, And I, I think it's slight, different for discharging so you might be able to pull from it when it's cold but not charge it when it's cold okay yeah um this one doesn't have a heater uh built into the battery so er, that i'm aware of anyway but they do make some uh different types of storage batteries where they have like a small heating pad in it and if you're trying to charge the battery at you know sub-zero temperatures it will warm it up a little bit before it starts charging and things like that for mine 
I didn't even bother looking into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, being here in Florida, our yeah. winters are very mild. Uh, I haven't seen a freeze in many years mm-hmm. in the location that I've been. So uh, it would definitely be something you would want to look at if you are in a cold climate about yeah. whether or not your battery will charge or discharge below a certain temperature and whether or not you can get or if it has a heating system yeah. uh, installed. Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that because, like I said, if people listening to this are going to be listening from all over the place and thinking, you know, I don't want them to go out and buy the exact same thing you have without thinking of those types of things of climate and stuff. And it may be something that they have to kind of think about in terms of, okay, maybe, you know, you're in a place in the winter where it's snowy and stuff for four months or something. And it might be best to be able to take that battery out of the trailer, not leave it in there bring it inside, keep it in a warmer place just for the longevity uh, of the battery. I have noticed with some tools, um, uh, uh, lithium battery tools and stuff that I didn't use um, in past years or I've left them in the garage and then the next year it's like, oh, it doesn't hold the charge as much as it did. <laughs> uh, right, it right. Did, yeah. it did not like being in the cold for four months. Yeah, batteries, you know, are, they're, they're new to a lot of people and so you got to kind of figure out how you're you're meant to use them and store them and what the advantages and disadvantages are and unfortunately you know temperature is something that you have to worry about sometimes um you know batteries don't want to be too hot and they don't want to be too cold they're a little bit like us they they like you know a a comfortable 70 60 degrees fahrenheit or you know 20 celsius or so 23 celsius so it you know i luckily don't have to deal with cold temperatures for the batteries, but I do have to deal with hot temperatures and sometimes it gets incredibly hot here. So, um, you know, there's luckily I haven't had any issues with that so far. Um, but you know, the, the batteries have fared better than I have in the, in the heat. So, um, but it's something I'm considering this next summer, you know, getting ready to, to go into the summer, probably installing, some better ventilation in the trailer just to keep the the inside of the trailer a little bit cooler. Okay. For, for not only the batteries, but for my, my sake as well. Very cool. So what would, um, uh, that brings up a good point. If you were to, cause watching your kind of journey, um, you know, typically I would expect seeing a whole bunch of trial and error with that system, um, from the beginning, but it looks like, like you hit like a home run right on the first try with designing that <laughs> designing that system. Well, you know, I, I had a few things going for me, I guess. Um, you know, I started out without solar and batteries in the trailer. So just the, the lawn care equipment. And I did not buy any extra batteries um, a, apart from two to, to fill out the, uh, the zero turn. So it only came with four, has six slots. I bought two to fill it out. Um, But I didn't have any like spare batteries to swap anything out if something went dead. So I basically just kind of tried to get my first client and, you know, got another couple clients. And so I started seeing, all right, I can't mow more than, you know, four yards a day or something. And then I would, any new clients, I'd move them to another day so that I could, you know, kind of start filling out that day. And then it was like, all right, I'm, I'm getting close to the point where I'm filling out my week. So I need to, you know, either buy a bunch more spare batteries 
or I needed to build a system. And I always, I wanted to build the system from the start. So that's what I went with. And I just wanted the maximum amount of solar and, you know, one of the largest storage batteries I could, you know, feel comfortable buying or afford. And so no matter what I did, I'm, I'm increasing my capacity, um, you know, with the storage battery and the solar. So, you know, it was, let's see if this works. And if it, you know, if I need more, I can get another battery. If I, you know, if it, it's more than enough, then great. Like I've got a great system and I have margin for, you know, if I need to really push through some thick grass or something like that. And it turned out that it's, yeah, like you said, almost, almost a home run um, for my, for my particular use case. Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I do try and limit the size of yards that I take on. Yep. So, you know, there's been some clients that have come to me asking to mow, you know, a significantly large piece of property. And I politely turn them down just because I know that I don't want to be taking on large yards with the setup I have. Yeah. It's much better for me to take on the smaller yards. So, yeah. you know, there's, there's a little bit of, um, you know, addressing the issue on both sides. Yeah. Yeah. No, for, that's for some people that might not work out. Yeah. No, for I me, think that's what I, what I've done. Yeah. I think that's uh, a normal part of running a lawn care business is kind of focusing in sure. on a particular, you know, uh, type of property size for me. Uh, I'm in a, you know, dense sort of city uh, type neighborhood. So it's all small properties. It's all uh, 90% mm-hmm. of my stuff can be done with uh, 21 inch, 30 inch mowers. Um, I will fit right. bigger stuff on there if I can get it on there, but a lot of gates and things like that, that I can't take bigger stuff into. Sure. Um, so yeah. I'm pushing, you know, a lot of stuff. So <clears throat> that does limit me uh, when, you know, you do get uh, those, some of those bigger properties and I do have uh, a few of them, um, but it's like, uh, it's just one of those things where I start to see that for me, at least it's more profitable doing smaller lawns. So it's one of those mm-hmm. things like I'll get out on the bigger property with big mower just for a change of pace. And I have a few of them, but it's like, I, I, from a profitability standpoint, it's like, it's so much easier <laughs> and more money to mow small properties. Right. I can get done in and out five, 10 minutes, uh, and, and good. And the, the amount you're charging versus a larger property, uh, you can quickly do so many more of the smaller ones. So I think that's just right. a normal, think, normal part of it. <clears throat> sure. And I think for anyone, you know, looking at starting an electric lawn care business or, uh, you know, transitioning to electric or however they want to do it. Um, it's something to keep in mind, you know, figure out what your strategy is. If it's, you know, super tiny yards and push mowers, then, you know, focus on that. Uh-huh. Um, for me, I knew I wanted the, the zero turn. Um, you know, we have, I have larger properties here in my area in Florida. I mean, just the other day, someone was asking me if I could mow their five acres. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I politely turned them down, but, uh, you know, you, it was something that I deemed necessary for my business was the zero turn, you know, fully electric zero turn. Um, But it still has its limits and you just got to know that about whatever business you're, uh, whatever strategy you're going with, Mm -hmm. what your limits are and your equipment. Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> yeah, I just had to uh, <clears throat> step back a quick little. I was doing a calculation there, looking up uh, to correct my horrible math. Um, I think I said minus fourteen Celsius that I had this past weekend was like sixty degrees Fahrenheit. It's uh, six point eight degrees Celsius uh, Fahrenheit is what it uh, right, equates no. to. So <laughs> I thank you so much for having your videos out there because when it comes to math, I'm terrible. Uh, so. <laughs> Having a system all laid out that I don't have to figure out <laughs> makes, yeah, it, yeah, no, m- makes it so much easier. <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. What, uh, after a, a year or so of uh, using your setup, uh, is there anything that you would do differently about it? Good question. Um, there, there was definitely some... Uh, you know, purchases and expenditures in the beginning that I, I didn't need. And then of course, some that were unexpected. So I'd probably do a little bit more planning uh, early stage. Um, but, you know, I, I think I, I picked a, a pretty, you know, pretty decent medium ground. Um, a lot of people have, you know, questioned why I went with ego. Mm-hmm over other stuff. And, you know, for me, it was just convenience of being able to get it, source it easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, having the capacity to swap battery around, but, you know, looking back now, I could easily choose any, any different type of equipment that I want, uh, with my, with my battery and, and solar setup. Mm-hmm. So um, I think probably the biggest thing I'd, I'd change is doing a little bit more market research for my specific area. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I kind of glossed over uh, or didn't pay too much attention to the low income area and and kind of the you know the retirees and the setup of my location. And I was using uh, you know online numbers I found for mm-hmm. for what people are charging for lawn care, and okay. that turned out not to work in this area. So it was a learning curve, but you know you learn quickly, you make a mistake, and you you don't do it again and you know, you're, you figure out what your market can charge or, or demand mm-hmm. in your area. Yep. Yeah. That's why I always, uh, always tell guys starting out, uh, is that, uh, you know, you're going to make mistakes. Uh, you're gonna spend money and lose money at times on certain things. Uh, but just consider it your tuition in <laughs> university of life. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, yeah. Whether you go to university and pay tuition to to figure out what uh, you know your your uh, occupation is going to be, or uh, you go out and do something, uh, start your own business and stuff, there's always a tuition to be paid. Uh, so it's just one of those absolutely one of those things. Uh, so we're going to wrap up here quickly. I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Um, you alluded to in one of your videos uh, that a video was coming about the Tesla with the tow capacities and the ratings and all that sort of stuff. And I've been waiting for that video. It hasn't dropped yet. <laughs> and I'm sure after listening to this episode, a bunch of people, that's one thing that people are going to be curious about uh, is that. So what's going on there? Well, okay. Good. Uh, good question. Um, and rightfully <laughs> so. I did, I did, I did allude to that in a video. Um, w- one of the videos I, I really do want to get out there is what it's like towing with my Tesla model Y. Um, it's, you know, there are other people on online that, you know, have, have shown towing with it, but it's mostly, 
you know, towing a camper on a random weekend, you know, once or twice a year. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm towing all the time. Yeah. And so I, I thought that was a valuable piece of information. I'm towing for business too. So, you know, how much does it cost me to tow in and out of town? Is it worth it for you to, to switch to, you know, fully electric tow vehicle, things like that. Um, that one, unfortunately, is not very close to being done. Um, but I have had some some cool things happen in the background. I had a, a viewer reach out to me, and um, he, in fact, tows with his Tesla Model Y, and we met up. We did some filming. I interviewed him. He does about 40,000 miles a year wow. towing. Wow. Um, so it was it was quite a good conversation, and I'm, I'm slowly kind of working through getting more footage and, and getting that one ready. But um, the one I'm closest to releasing, it's pretty much ready to go, is a video on taking the trailer about 250 miles south of me to Miami okay. for an electric vehicle expo. Yes, Electrify, and, you know, Electrify Expo Miami? Yes, yeah. yes. So it's it's long overdue for releasing the video, but um, you know that's that's been part of my... Learning is, is figuring out how to, you know, make the videos faster and, and get some things sorted out. Mm-hmm. But that video will be interesting. Um, you know, I, I did tow the vehicle or the, the trailer all the way down there with my electric car. And that was the first time I had taken it, you know, kind of on the highway long distance. So it was an experience for me. And it was really fun kind of seeing everyone's reactions mm-hmm. down in Miami to a solar powered lawn care trailer towed by a Tesla mm-hmm. at a electric vehicle expo. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I was I was curious yeah. about your rea- your <clears throat> what the reaction was because I saw some of your little uh, shorts and stuff uh, that you did about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think there was even yeah. like a some um, like FPV drone footage or something. I think I saw flying zipping through or something. No, no that was uh, that was just me holding my camera on a tripod over my head. Oh, there you go! <laughs> wow, that looked like an FPV drone <laughs> going through the trailer and stuff and round and. Yep. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was all just tripod cheap. You know, less than ten dollar tripod with a camera strapped to it. Oh wow, that's cool. That well, there you go. There's the effect that it it uh, reacted in, or you know, came from me. I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So FB drone yeah. going on there. Uh, so the reaction, uh, obviously, uh, being uh, at an electric vehicle expo is going to be uh, pretty favorable, I would think. Yeah, it was. Uh, you know, I'll tell you a little bit about it, but it was it was interesting just since I didn't know what to expect. Yeah. I, you know, had not been to that expo before, not seen anything about it. So I got invited to go down there by the, the organizers and, you know, I, I said, why not? Let's, let's go see what it's about. And I think it was, it was kind of interesting because a lot of the people are there to, you know, test drive electric vehicles or check out the, like the car show side of things. Mm-hmm. And then there's a lawn care trailer there. Yeah. And it's kind of, <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's a little confusing and, and some people are coming up thinking that like I'm a, a vendor for ego or, you know, some people ask, oh, can I, can I test drive the lawnmower? And I'm like, ah, it's, it's not really why I'm here. But um, so it, it was kind of fun to try and explain it of like, hey, I just got invited because I built this whole system just showing what electric, you know, can do. Yeah. And I also tow it with my car. And so like once people kind of got that idea they were all in. They're like, Oh, that's so cool. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, I wish, you know, someone in my area would do electric or whatever, but 
generally everyone was very excited about it and you know intrigued mm-hmm. yeah i think um with with people in terms of clients and stuff like that um i've had nothing but positive um responses mm-hmm. from people when i'm using battery i tell the story all the time about uh, a client uh, who asked me to do some like uh, garden cleanup hedge trimming all that sort of stuff and when they ask me it's typically a job i do like my mowing on specific days anything extra i will uh, i always just tell a client i'll put it on the list and i'll get to it uh, when i can um so and they're always like that's fine whatever so i showed up uh, to this job unexpected uh just because it was the day I could fit it in there. And I started trimming all Mm -hmm. the edges and they were a corner lot house. And uh, about an hour or so into it, um, they were coming down the street, coming around the corner. I guess they exited their house out of the back, went through the garage, got in their car and they stopped and looked at me and said, we didn't even know you're here. Like, how long have you been? And I was like, oh, I've been here for like an hour. I'm just wrapping up. I'm like, and they're like, well, it looks fantastic. But they're like, that's crazy. My uh, 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 grandson is asleep in that in the bed in the window that you're working in, and he didn't even wake up. And I'm like, yeah, I'm using yep. all battery stuff. <laughs> they're like, that's yeah, amazing. <laughs> I've, I've I've had a lot of those similar reactions, um, and you know, not not just the the people inside the house, you know, don't even know you're there. I've had similar comments, you know, someone takes a nap and he's like, yeah, I woke up in my yard was mowed. I didn't know you were here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but I also get, uh, you know, kind of interestingly, people are much more likely to approach you with all electric. Mm-hmm. So, which, you know, it can be great because they want to talk to you or they want to ask you about, you know, mowing their yard or whatever. But at the same time, I've found some people don't respect the, you know, danger of it. So oh, like yeah. they'll walk straight up to you while you're mowing a lawn and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, hey, you know, I could potentially like fling a stick or a rock yeah, out yeah, of the yeah. mower. And it's like, you gotta, you know, you, you as an operator have to be like extra vigilant mm-hmm. against that because people will just like come straight up to you. Mm-hmm. The only other um, <clears throat> downside that I found from it is that uh, over the years, there's been specific properties that usually sometimes it might be a dog or something that they'll have in the yard that is maybe like I remember one where it was uh, kind of an aggressive dog. Um, so, but they would always have the dog out in the yard, even though I was there at the same time every week on the same day. Uh, <laughs> so I would always mow the front yard first and and be using the gas mowers and stuff as a like, hello, I'm here. Like, listen to all this noise, right. but the dog in where the battery stuff is like, <laughs> you don't have that anymore. Right. So I was like, Oh, I gotta right. like knock on the door now and say, I'm, I'm going to go in the backyard. Is the dog inside or whatever? And let them know right. uh, sort of thing. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of a funny uh, problem to have <laughs> that yeah. it's too then, quiet at times. Right. Along those same lines, uh, you know, a lot of, a lot of people, uh, rely on the fact that you know neighbors will hear them and come over and ask them to to mow their lawn too you know for yeah, yeah. when you're accepting new clients and stuff and yeah with electric ironically people don't really hear you in the yeah, neighborhood. yeah so you know it's it's a plus for the neighbors they love it but it's also you know a minor downside as an operator it's like they don't necessarily know you're even there yeah so they won't necessarily come out and talk to you yeah it's I- just it's funny. I, I wouldn't trade it, but yeah, it's something to think about. Yeah, I don't have that problem because I'm still using a diesel 
2005 diesel truck as my tow vehicle. So they, they hear me coming and they hear me leaving, <laughs> but it's just, uh, they don't hear the in between. Uh, so, uh, thank you so much for, uh, taking uh, the time uh, to come onto the podcast. I really do appreciate Like I said, uh, I'm a fan. Uh, I was kind of fangirling there out in the, the beginning of the episode. Uh, like I said, I can usually do that intro without even thinking about it, but I was just like <laughs> so excited to have you on. I have all my notes I'm looking at and all stuff, and then I noticed there at the last second that I forgot to ask him his last name. <laughs> As I'm like right no, about to okay. say the, the intro. So I'm like, oh, <laughs> brain fart. Uh, but uh, yeah, thank you so much. Yeah. I really appreciate uh, you sharing uh, your story. And it's so neat to see uh, an up and uh, coming uh, YouTube star, I will say, uh, just from uh, that first year and just five videos in 9,000 subscribers. That is pretty remarkable. Uh, and yeah. what, what a ride that you've been on. Yeah, thank you so much. It, uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. And, you know, things have been been very interesting. Just posting it online, you get a whole whole different crowd of people. So um, I've, I've enjoyed, you know, the, the journey so far. And I'm really, really looking forward to a lot more to come in the near future. Yeah, I can imagine this year will be a crazy uh, sort of... Uh that last year being kind of unexpected, uh, the growth and stuff, and now kind of having that under your belt and going, okay, well, what can I do this year? Sort of anticipating right. it. Um, where can uh, people uh, follow you online? Yeah, on YouTube is the, the best place at the moment. So it's just Solar Punk Steve. And then same thing on Instagram, Solar Punk Steve. Awesome. So thank you so much. Thank you, Julio. There you have it, Lawn Care Nation. Hopefully you guys enjoyed that value-packed interview episode with Steve New from Solar Punk Lawn Care. Like I said, I was completely intrigued uh, when his first uh, video came across my uh, suggested uh, on YouTube. Started watching it and uh, watched it from beginning to end. It's just one of those captivating uh, type videos and then subsequently his other videos as well. So I would uh, just uh, implore you guys to head on over to YouTube. Go to uh, uh, Solar Punk Steve and uh, check that out make sure you hit that subscribe so much information that he gives if you're thinking about doing uh battery powered shows uh all of those different things that he talked about the inverters the batteries the solar panels all the th sort of things uh kind of worked out the quirks did all the hard heavy lifting for you if you're thinking about uh you know setting up a system like that i'll leave uh, some uh, links in the podcast show notes uh but uh that's it for this one guys here's to wishing you guys all overwhelming success and freedom in your lawn care business bye for now 